Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Train to Safe's Dog Training Podcast. It's me, Christine, and I have not been posting like I wish I have been, uh, had a bit, what, whatever that word is. <laughs> Sorry, I, um, I can't speak English today, apparently. So, I wanted to talk today on heel. It seems to be something a lot of people struggle with. It's something that in, like, my dog groups on Facebook and Instagram and all of those other places that people tend to have issues with. Um, so I'm just going to hit on that. The first, the key thing is engagement. Now I'm not going to talk a ton on this because I do have an episode on engagement. You can go ahead and go check that out. Um, but get your dog engaged. Teaching focus. That's the other thing. When we're teaching a heel, we teach focus. And I do this with the one, two, three game. I use ask it. I use name, not ask him. My dog's name is ask him. But, so, one, two, three, ask him, and then reward. And you can, instead of doing name, you can do focus. So, teaching them that when I say focus, you're to look at me. And it's a fun game. I do it all the time when I'm bored inside the store, other things like that. Now, um, once you've got kind of good focus, and you've worked a lot inside of areas like your house or in your yard, where it's not super, super distracting. We want to start in low distraction environments and work up into harder environments, if that makes sense. Now, when I say that, that doesn't necessarily mean your dog is on the leash all the time. When we're teaching heel is a command, like heel, you want your dog by your side. I teach that on and off the leash inside the house, on and off the leash in the yard. I teach it on the leash when we're out and walking around, obviously, because um, there's nothing there to make sure my dog doesn't run off, but um, we teach it with and without the leash because we want your dog to understand the idea of it's the placement. That's where I want you to be. Now, once we've kind of worked on, I, I lure, so I'll take a treat and say heel, get them in this position, and then we'll walk, keeping them in position, and I have videos on this. Um, I think I have some videos on this on my Facebook page if you want to go check that out. Um, But other than that, really getting your dog engaged, getting them focused, luring, teaching them where you want them to be is going to be key. That's number one. Now, when we're working with a dog that's not getting it per se, like um, I've lured, but as soon as my lure is not in front of my dog's face, they're no longer healing. That's where I do a lot of redirect change direction. That's like redirecting, changing direction. Just give an at-at turn as soon as, and keep them focused. And be super exciting. If you have to backpedal and your dog in front of you, do it to get your dog engaged. If that's what you have to do, do it. Now, I do use things. I use pinch collars or prongs. I use slip chains. I use slip leads. I use martingales. I use flat collars. I use um, head halties. I use all of those tools. If you're going to use a tool like a pinch collar or a head halty or any tool like those, find a professional. And the reason I say this is because too often I see people with um, their dog on a prong. This is one of the most uh, common ones. Is people with their dog on a prong, the prongs at the base of their neck, prongs way too big, the wrong brand, all of these things that, you know... And this is why there's such a bad rap on 
prong collars is because people don't use them correctly. So if you don't have experience with them, please find a professional. Find somebody who knows how to use them and then go from there. Now, not every dog is the same. So not every dog is going to use the same tools. And um, for example, my dog, Ask Him, he doesn't do... He actually didn't respond very well to the prong, and that's totally fine. It hangs on my wall um, with all my other gear that I use for training, but he didn't respond super well to the prong, which is totally fine. That's, that's, um, he's his own dog. I work with what he works best. Now, I have lots of dogs that respond super well, not, and I don't mean in pain like their tail between their legs, like cowering away. No, I mean like they respond super well. They enjoy it. They you know, it's, that's what it is. Now, Ask Him responded super, super well to the head halty. So, that's what we used. We used the head halty for Ask Him. Um, he doesn't work good on a slip chain or a slip lead. They just, he doesn't do very good with those. So, we don't use those. I work with tons and tons of dogs and in all of these dogs, everyone's different. Some dogs, I use prongs. Some dogs, I use head halty. Some, I use martingales. Some, you know, every dog is different and every dog is going to respond to something differently and I have to find what works best for them. Now, when we're teaching heel, finding the right tool is super important. If you have to mess around with a few, mess around with a few. Try a martingale, try a slip lead, try, try all of those. And like I said, if you're going to use something like a head halty or a prong, find somebody who knows how to use it. Now, the reason I say this is because with the head halty, there are disadvantages. Like, people say that the prong is dangerous. It is, it can be, and it's less dangerous as it is just ineffective if you use it incorrectly. Versus with the head halty, it's difficult to use it incorrectly, but if used incorrectly or if used on the wrong dog, if your dog is going to bolt and you don't know how to use the head halty so that it's not going to injure them if they do that, don't use the head halty. And here's why. I have heard of stories where, and I, I know somebody, another trainer that I discuss stuff with all the time that told me one of her clients um, used a head halty and the dog bolted. Well, she didn't wasn't holding the leash correctly. She wasn't holding everything correctly doing everything right well the dog hit the end of the leash and with the power that the dog had the momentum and all of these factors going into it the dog's neck snapped and died on impact it was um and that's why we have to be super careful i hear people that are like oh don't use prongs use head halties there's pros and cons to both with uh some uh to Things that I look at when I look at things like prongs and martingales, which are super, super similar as far as, like, how their mechanism works. They um, tighten and loosen like that. Now, the difference is if I tighten on a martingale and get and just keep it there, it's going, it has a very high chance of collapsing the trachea. It also puts the dog in danger as far as choking them out, and we don't want to choke the dog out. But... Like I said, some dogs work great on those. Now, with a pinch collar, um, it doesn't pose risk of um, doing that to the trachea or any of that stuff. Now, they do have, you have to do some specific stuff with them to, for them to be effective, just like any other tool. And tools aren't magic, and I'm going to say that really quick. Tools are not magic. 
You cannot throw something on your dog and expect it to work like that, okay? Tools, they're tools. You can't pull out a screwdriver and expect the screw just to screw into the wall. You still have to do something. You still have to work and put effort into doing it, if that makes sense. And that's the best way I can put it. You pull a hammer out, it's not the nail isn't just all of a sudden going to slam into the wall. You have to actually hit the nail. That's how it works. Now, um, with heel, because that's what we're talking about here, find the right tool. Now start working with it. When we're working with a dog in any environment, we need to be keeping them engaged. And the easiest, sorry, nodding. The easiest way to keep a dog engaged is to change direction. Be exciting. Use happy tones. Be playful. Um, uh, I don't know. Pull out a lure if you have to. Now, I try and use little less and less of a lure as I te- as the dog knows what they're supposed to be doing because of the fact that I don't want the dog to be doing it just because I have the food. Just so then for all sake here um you go out on a walk on a nature trail and you run out of treats you're almost back to the car but you run out of treats now because you don't have a treat over your dog's head they're not going to heal anymore and you're dealing with a dog that's pulling we don't want to run into that issue so we're teaching heal and we are using the treats to reward the good behavior if that makes sense so they heal for so long they get a treat and i do use and lure um, when we're starting out to kind of teach them where I want them to be and we reward like that. But there's a point where you have to switch them off and I could talk for days on how to do this, but that's totally up to you as far as when you think your dog's ready. If you aren't sure, you're like, I really have no idea how, what I'm doing here. That's when it's the best option to go find a trainer. And I will say it a lot. Find a trainer. Trainers, Uh, Find a good trainer, though. Don't just be out there looking for somebody random. But the reason I say look for a trainer is because when it comes down to it, if I've been doing this for however many years, like I'm just saying this is um, trainers in general, say they've been doing this for this long, they've worked with this many dogs, they deal with this problem all the time, you come in, they can help advise you on how to fix the problem. And you're going to learn. The goal isn't for you to take your dog in and then fix it. Your goal is to go in for them to teach you so that you can deal with the problem. And I hope that makes sense. Um, If you do have questions about this, you can always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at uh, TTS. um, Is it at TTS? Hold on. Let me look that up for you. My Instagram is... Is TTS dog dog training all lowercase TTS dog training? That's my Instagram. You can message me or call me on my um, number, which is five four one eight three eight zero one two three. Again, five four one eight three eight zero one two three, or um, you can go ahead and message on Facebook too at. Um, TTS dog training and that is with spaces in between the TTS and dog training Um, with all of these I may not answer super quick 
I may advise you to go find somebody to help you out. I will do the best I can to help advise you. And you, if you're in my area, if you're in Hermiston, Oregon area, then you can always message and we can schedule or figure out what we can do to meet together. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and end that there. If you guys do have questions, go ahead, just go find me on those places and ask. Uh, Facebook is one of the best places. I have tons of, tons of places on there to ask questions. And I will leave it at that. I will see you guys. Actually, I won't see you guys, but I'll talk to you guys later. Um, till then, goodbye. Uh, yep, goodbye.